This podcast was made possible thanks to Drama Victoria. Hello and welcome to The Aside, a podcast for drama teachers and students. I'm Nick Waxman, and today we are talking, of course, about teaching drama remotely. How do we do this? Where does it work well and what activities are meaningful? Drama Victoria has arranged for activities to become available for members, and we at the Aside Podcast have a playlist of 33 episodes with accompanying activities so students can listen, reflect, respond, and engage with the topics discussed. Email asidepodcast at outlook.com for more information on our resources. Let's get to it. Before we begin, the importance of thinking routines when doing distance education cannot be overstated. Routines like Compass Point, See, Think, Wonder, Connect, The Three Whys, and Plus One are all going to be really important for remote teaching. If you've never heard of Compass Points, that's the North, South, East, and West, and each of those letters, they mean a different thing in terms of student thought. So, with E, East, what excites you about this topic? West, what worries you about this topic? North, what do you need to know before this begins? And South, what steps do you need to take to ensure this task is complete? The thinking routine of Compass Points gets students to think about the task before it begins. Let's them reflect on the topic generally, without just jumping in. See, think, wonder is kind of what it says on the tin. When you present an image, an idea, a picture, a video, we talk about what we see. Well, you might present a surrealism video, for example, and ask students what they see, be specific about what they see, and then what they think is going on, and then what they wonder about the piece, and then connect, connect it to your work. Hopefully they can find connections between moving beyond reality of life as lived conventions, or other theatre styles presented in theatre studies, or any other lesson that you're teaching at that moment. The video that you are presenting, See, Think, Wonder, Connect, will let them watch the video through a specific lens, not just watch it generally. Are the three whys? This is a really cool way to think about any topic. The word might is really important here. So the three whys are, why might this topic matter to you? Why might this topic matter to your community? And then, why might this topic matter to the world? So if we're talking about theatre, if we're talking about expressive skills, if we're talking about the uh, performance skill of focus, we ask, why might that matter to you? Why might focus and the expressive skills be important to you as a person? And then why might they be important to your community? Is it, about, is it about effective communication? Is it about listening to people and feeling like they're listening to you? Or how might this topic matter to the world? How might effective communication matter globally? Especially at a time right now globally, the three whys are really important because it can connect what's happening globally to what you are doing personally. And then the add one, the plus one, is a fun one for group discussion. So you usually do this with a piece of paper. You can write on a piece of paper and pass it to the person next to you. You could do this in a group chat kind of environment where each person writes one idea down. They then pass it to the next person who adds on to that idea. You could even do that as a form of brainstorming in a circle or, of course, online. And engagement is actually as important as ever. We need to engage students in the classes. It cannot just be a set-it-and-forget-it type of work. We have to be checking in all the time and making sure our activities are fun and something that students want to log in and be part of. Uh, continually motivating your students, giving breaks in the class, and maybe even doing a remote Kahoot, which is now possible. Uh, you can even set a Kahoot for homework. So you can put a Kahoot up. They can log in on their phones or devices and actually complete the Kahoot. Uh, live in, in, in the space and time that you've provided. You don't have to, 
actually all be in the same room, which is pretty cool. Uh, you also want to check in all the time and keep communicating with the students. Keep communication up all the time. Make sure you're chatting to them, talking to them, asking them questions, getting them to reflect on their work. That thing that drama teachers do and all teachers do by walking around the room and checking in silently isn't as easy. So just making sure that you're asking people how they're doing and what they're up to and giving really small amounts of time or at least really clear amounts of time for when a, a bit of work should be finished and shown. Varying your class structure might be important too and including interaction between students as much as possible. Uh, Zoom can help with that and we will talk about Zoom and Zoom meetings soon because the CEO has made a really cool announcement. You can also try annotations, short answer questions, exam trialing, podcasts, videos, quizzes, short monologues, transformation activities. I mean, if they have access to a camera and a computer, they can achieve so much. It's also important that you set small achievable tasks, not always hour-long projects or a whole week's task. Breaking it up and to give them a goal that they can achieve and then that you can celebrate. Because the more we're celebrating, the more likely it is they're going to come back for more of that. There are many institutions putting out free resources to support teachers in this strange time. MTC has announced that they're going to put up a bunch of digital learning materials, which is really exciting. Zoom, the amazing online meeting tool, is being made free for all, and it's really easy to use. We record many of our interviews using Zoom, and I encourage you to get some headphones out when you're doing those uh, large group discussions, because it can get quite noisy, but that's the same for any online meeting platform, and Zoom giving that out for free is just amazing. Uh, Prospero is not one that I'm crazy familiar with, but I've seen that they've put out two courses for free for teachers, which is really exciting. A creative writing course, which is cool, and also a 30-day trial for a playlist about drama school, what it's like to go to drama school, so warm-ups, text work, being an actor, and other things like that. A Screencast-O-Matic is also another free resource that's out there. It's for teachers and students, and using Screencast-O-Matic, you can basically film your own computer screen and record audio. So you can mark student work, watch a video they submit and give notes over the top, and deliver complex instructions on how to use software just using Screencast-O-Matic. You can then share your videos with a link, so no downloads are necessary, no uploads are necessary, and you don't have to strain the internet. You can just film yourself reading a student's SAC response, and you're commenting over the top and correcting things and making suggestions. So I think that's much faster than typing through and giving comments on each student's work. You just open Screencast-O-Matic, record, and send so you could get through it as fast as you would if you were asking students to come into your office and read through any SAC responses. So it's a bit like having a student in the room with you. It's a mini conference. A crash Course Theatre, if you haven't heard of Crash Course Theatre, hopefully you have by now, but Crash Course Theatre is amazing. If you're not on top of this yet, really do get on it because it's super fun and helpful. It's a great host, it's great quality, and it's really informative. You can set a video for homework and or watch it at the start of a session and then set some questions for them to answer in response. If you want to watch the video first and then set three or four questions for them to answer as they listen, that's a great way for them to be engaging uh, with the video that they're um, listening to or watching. The Drama Teacher, thedramateacher.com. Most of us are probably familiar with this website, but if you're not, jump on top of that because they have concepts galore all over that website, one of the best websites out there. Theatre Links, similar. Theatre Links to Theatre Styles, Conventions and Ideas. That's just theatrelinks.com. National Theatre on YouTube, they have education resources up the wazoo. If you want to find out about different roles in the theatre, about specifics of plays, meetings and interviews with directors, it's brilliant. They also have a full Comedia playlist where you can do a deep dive into Comedia if you're interested in doing that. The GCSE Bite Size Drama, the bbc.co.uk slash bite size, that's got a heaps of activities for um, five, six, sevens, eights as well if you're looking at 
different year-level groups. It's not just VCU Drama and VCU Theatre Studies. This whole episode is about all subjects that you can do in drama. And AustralianPlays.com has a bunch of plays, and it might be fun for students to read through those excerpts or read through those descriptions and find plays that they're interested in doing in uh, next year in 2021. So what might uh, a lesson look like? So you might start a remote learning session by checking in with your class, perhaps creating a fun ritual with them, like a short song, a clapping game, or another fun rhythm activity to test the internet speed. Or maybe you have them bring in an object or a toy each lesson, and then we brainstorm symbolic meanings of that prop, or think a way we could incorporate it into the design. Anything to motivate students to join in, log on, and have some fun. Maybe you can wear a different hat every session. They can come in and see what you're wearing and what you're up to. Uh, State the intention of the class right at the beginning, what will be achieved today, and any goals that you're looking for, or any goals you want them to reach in that lesson. Ask a student to read through the instructions for the lesson, even if it's only a few things, so you're not doing all the talking. And then there might be some explicit teaching or explicit instruction time, where you're really clear about what you want students to learn, and the exact thing you want them to understand about that lesson. Then you might go into some video or audio or research or worksheets or reflection activities and then some short answer questions or sharing your answers and discussing something new that people might have learned that lesson. Uh, mix in a drama game like Word at a Time Story or Yes Let's. That could be lots of fun even hearing that if they don't have video, hearing them creating these wonderful sound effects. Um, give time for the completion of the task and then by the end they have to make sure they've reported back on what was done. Uh, find a fun way to sign off each lesson too. We want it to feel like we're still in a community engaging with each other and having fun. We want to get the sense that even though we're working remotely, we're still a team. I think that's really important. And so that was a few tips on teaching remotely. Hopefully that has helped and we'll see you next time on The Aside. That's all from us at The Aside. Remember, if you would like our resource pack, do not hesitate to contact us at asidepodcast at outlook.com. We have a load of episodes in the bank, many of which you could use to create your own resources, and please feel free to do that. Let us know if there's anything you want help with. We're really happy to share and discuss and brainstorm with you. If you have a question, do not hesitate to contact us at asidepodcast at outlook.com. Thank you to Eltham College for letting us record here, to Aaron Searle for providing the music, to Drama Victoria for their ongoing support, and of course, thank you for listening.